Bird to your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a couple of feathery brethren weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese. It's Philadelphia, Boeing, Sheila, the cut, picking it cooler than two penguins. Still Bo's old arch nemesis, Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real. Pull up a branch and chill, it's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends. The early bird skips the worm and prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Wolf and you come Coming at you with stats and things, flapping their wings. You can't live up to expectations, so just do your best. (laughs) That's what I tell myself in most life endeavors. (laughs) Just go with what you saw today. Change your opinion daily. Yeah, I'm all about that. You'll be wrong often, but then you can just point back to when you were right. No one will remember. No one's listening. It is 9.58 p.m. at Lincoln Financial Field. No longer... In the WIP radio booth, Bo Wolf and Sheila Kapadia here. Birds with friends. We have been locked out. We have been forced to scramble. But here we are after the Eagles' season-saving 25-22 victory over the New York Giants, a game in which they were down 16 points. Backs against the wall. Season on the line. Put up or shut up time. Time to look in the mirror. Time to decide, do you want to quit? Or do you want to make this a special season? Turn things around. Scratch and claw to get back into this game. They do it. They take the lead. Carson Wentz leads a game-winning drive. They win this game 25-22 to with sheer gusto and guts and stick to and heart. Or the New York Giants blow a 16-point lead led by Pat Shermer. They refuse to throw the ball downfield against a secondary of band-aids and uh, never has-beens, never would-bees. They don't give the ball to Saquon Barkley. They uh, just prove that they are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Which one is it, Shiel? Is this a story of the Eagles' grit or a story of your boy Pat Shermer doing what Pat Shermer going to do? Let me, let me give you the answer that I hate uh, more than almost any in the world, and that's it's a little bit of both. I don't hate a little bit. Uh, it's a little oh, bit of both. Get out of here. Anytime, we like, we like no, nuance. No, no, no. We like to say that, anytime, that multiple things can be true. Listen, have you ever asked a question offering two options like, is it this or this, where the subject has not answered? little bit of both to be honest with you that's but that's on you as a questioner anytime that's I why i don't ask, ask it anymore question, but you asked me well that's true but I didn't, I didn't think you were gonna go look in the uh, mirror right, look in the mirror now, I now we did get locked out i think you downplayed that so we had a you know <laughs> we've been recording from the same studio for the last two years and today for the first time in the last two years it was locked so we are in a different venue, you know, I was surprised when you led the podcast with that, you know, very <clears throat> inspirational, excited, because I thought you were going to poo-poo them a little bit more. You, you kind of got to that, but you said, is it one or the other? You know, obviously, if the Eagles were playing a better team today, they would have lost. Having said that, <laughs> this was a team that I thought, if, you know, I, I was saying... You said before the game yeah, that I if did. this game gets out of yeah. hand, we're going to see a fight on I the th- sidelines. I thought we were going to see a shouting match, <clears> a <throat> fight, a scuffle on the sidelines. It's been a weird locker room. It's been a season that's been turned upside down for the defending Super Bowl champions. And, yeah, they did prove me wrong, 19-3. to um, you know, When reg- Saquon Barkley runs in from 51 yes. yards out, you know, through a Swiss cheese defense, a Swiss you, cheese you defense. sort of thought that that... Was the moment when when things might get ugly? Yeah, you know, and uh, as a as reporters, we don't root, <clears throat> but I do hate covering games in weeks fourteen, fifteen, sixteen that are preseason games, sure. virtually uh, for the you're, team. You're showing coming. up shorts and t shirt. Well, no, I'm not a slop. Sweatpants. Well, no, I'm a sweatpants. I'm still a professional. <laughs> I will go home and change into the sweatpants. Uh, but so you know, at the very least, they showed a little bit of fight. Made some plays, and uh, they they keep our interest for another week. We were in a telling we were division. telling Rich to leave the game and go see Creed too. I 
you know, I still think that might have been a wise We are going to him. close this podcast with our okay. in-depth discussion with spoilers of Creed okay. 2, just as a heads up. So where do we begin here in terms of the actual game? So big picture-wise, uh, does it drastically change our opinion of the 2018 Eagles? Of course not. I mean, they look like a mediocre team. A lot of the flaws we've seen throughout the season showed up once again. I mean, the secondary... They, they were really... making me like the... It was the exact same game we've seen all season long, yeah. except that the ending was a little a bit different. A couple different different, uh, different things <clears throat> in the second half and specifically in the fourth quarter. Having said that, five and six, one game out of first place. And, and I got the- news for you. They're going to be favorites Monday night against Washington at home. And the Cowboys played the Saints on Thursday night. So we could, eight days from now, we could be... Wherever in this area, who knows? They'll probably lock this up, you know, and maybe we'll, I don't know, where can we go? We may have to go elsewhere to record this pod next Monday night at like 4 a.m. I'm sure that's going to be a fun one. But we could be talking oh, man, about, hey, we got a showdown in Jerry's world with the 6-6 six and six Eagles, <clears throat> the 6-6 six and six Cowboys, and Washington it, is 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, 6-6-6, six, 6-6-6. Six, 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 six. That's interesting. Befitting be the NFC East. That's interesting. Uh, well, it's very interesting. We'll know. We'll know late Thursday evening or Friday morning whether the Eagles will be playing for a share of first place. Correct. What a wild! What a wild Unbelievable. world! Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. So the actual game. So the actual game. We I mean, yes. start with one side of the ball, right? Why don't we? Let's talk about the defense. Probably more first. more interesting. <laughs> I think is probably the. Defense. I think so too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> They start the game, and it looks like, okay, well, first of all. Say it. UGLY, you ain't got no alibi. First of all, they are playing in this game with a starting cornerback duo of Devontae, Big Bows, Bowsby. (laughs) And you got to say, the stats don't lie. The Eagles are 1-0 when they start start Big Bows. Big Bows start. So, you know, if you need some help in the personnel department, my friends. I'm probably not available, but him, maybe I'll him, him and Shandon Sullivan on the outside with Cravon LeBlanc yeah. inside manning the nickel, and uh, of course, as it has happened with all these corners, Shandon Sullivan leaves in the third quarter and is replaced by Cravon LeBlanc. At which point, the Eagles had to play Malcolm Jenkins in the nickel and Trey Sullivan and Corey Graham at safety. Which sounds terrible, but you know what? Is it really the worst safety tandem in the league? Maybe. But, yeah, I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> Probably. Um, so that's what they've got going on. First play of the game, your first drive of the game, third play, third and eight. Little this, The same thing we've seen all season long, a little dump down to Rhett Ellison, mm. you know, the, a guy who's got, like, no open field juice, and he breaks a tackle. Uh, not even breaks a tackle, just he's met at rumbles. the rumbles and, and slow-reacting defense. They meet him at the first down marker. He pushes forward, gets a first down. Here you are. They continue to go down the field. They score a touchdown. They finally realize that they have Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley and finally get them involved on that drive, score a touchdown. Eagles go uh, four and out instead of three and out this time, although they did have a long touchdown run by Josh Adams called back for a uh, Kelsey holding, youth, which you thought was a, a fair call. On the replay I saw, I thought it was holding. Yeah. So the Giants are moving the ball very easily in the first half. They get a couple field goals. Then they get the 51-yard touchdown run to Saquon Barkley. They had, I think, uh, 350 or so first-half yards. 346 in the first half. And only 19 points to show for it. Uh, correct. I mean, they scored on their first four possessions. <laughs> yeah, the defense looked like it could do nothing. And at some point after the Saquon Barkley touchdown run, apparently Malcolm Jenkins and a few other players said to Jim Schwartz that, uh, what are we doing? Why don't we, you know, we've got all these, you know, jabronis in the back. They don't know what we're I doing. Think it, we're calling, I don't think it was Jenkins and other. I think it was Jenkins. Who else would be saying? Who else? I don't know. Maybe Corey Graham. Craven, Corey Graham, please. <laughs> Just focus, like. Center your focus elsewhere, my friend. <laughs> You're probably right. Well, Jenkins said that you know on that touchdown run, that long touchdown run, they were in a they were in a check, and they were scrambling, and then so by the time the ball was hiked, nobody was in the right place. Um, well, to the Giants' <clears throat> credit, they were using tempo, using some tempo, knowing that the Eagles had a bunch of guys who have not played football together 
or at all, in a, right. you know, in, in the secondary. So, you know, I, I'll, I'll give uh, the Shermanator some credit on his uh, Tuesday to Saturday planning. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So Malcolm Jenkins says, let's, <clears throat> let's make things simple. Let's tell the corners to back off, play some simple coverage, put the pressure on the D-line. And what do you know? The defensive line showed up in this game. It was interesting because there were times early where I thought, Eli's not getting rid of the ball quickly and no one mm. is near him. And so I was thinking, you know, the defensive line has to take some heat. But yeah, I thought uh, there were times as the game went on, Michael Bennett, I thought, had a big game. Uh, you know, I'm going to give Fletcher Cox credit for just like his effort and carrying through a season where he could really just be like, whatever. And and in this game, when it looked like this game was going to get out of hand in the other direction, he was standing out in that capacity. Yeah, and after that first <clears throat> touchdown, he ran to the sideline and did the old, do we have a name for like the violent unbuckle of the chin strap? There should be a we term for a, that. We do need a name for that. That's uh, a, great, it's a great that. move. Uh, and that's what Fletcher Cox it's did. It's a great move that I feel like always probably – feels much more effective than it looks like. Right. Like, sometimes I'll try to write that in a story to express to describe a player's frustration, and I'm like, I don't know, does that really relate to the I think the, the violent unbuckle does. Okay, well, maybe job. I should use that going forward. I just thought of it here. Uh, but he definitely uh, looked very angry on the sideline then had to go back onto the field for the two-point conversion. Uh, he was playing with great effort. Bennett made some plays. Chris Long had a sack. Uh, Jernigan, I didn't really notice much. I, I thought I saw some people on Twitter or somewhere say it looked like he was had a little bit of juice. It looked like he was happy to be back on the field. It, I did see that. Yeah, yeah I, I did see that. He brings some enthusiasm. Between play yes. stuff, yeah. Yes, I agree there. Um, but, yeah, I think overall the defensive line, the numbers weren't eye-popping. I think two sacks, five quarterback hits. But uh, but I, the numbers that I popped that popped those eyeballs right out of the, right out of the dome is – the comparison of the first half to the second half How for the Giants. That? 56 yards yeah. of total off, 55 yards of total offense in the second half. Giants first. 45, three, yeah. 40 passing, 15 rushing. That's unbelievable <clears throat> wow. against this defense. The Giants first three drives of the second half netted a total of minus seven <laughs> yards. Really? All resulting in punts. Wow. Against, say the names again, who were playing in the secondary. Well, at that point, it was LeBlanc, Bowsby, <laughs> oh Sullivan, Graham, and, and Jenkins. And you have two of the most electrifying football <laughs> players, I mean, in the world. Legitimately, yes. two of the top ten. Oh, my God, that is pathetic. I can't even imagine. You know what they was... They better get lit, you know. Well, and it's the same thing we, 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 we made fun of Shermer for the last time. Yeah. You know, Sidney oh, Jones yeah. leaves the game, and they go like, they go like heavy personnel and yep. don't realize it. And don't spread things out. They didn't spread things out in this game either. No. What are they doing? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're worried about the O-line, give a little max protect. You know what the most pathetic play of the game was from the Giants' perspective? Mm. I'm trying to think, but I can't remember. So go ahead and I tell think me. that it was when they, they had a two-yard dump down on uh, a third and long against the Sticks defense. Yeah. The Sticks defense that you know is coming, that everybody else comes prepared for. Yes. They they run like the one play that is going to do nothing they against They didn't set anything up. Set nothing up. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> that was terrible. So, uh, yeah, you know. The garbanzo beans. It was garbanzo beans. I would say, yes, a large degree of it was obviously the stupidity of the giants but i don't know i i will give the uh i'll give the eagles at least some credit for uh i mean i thought there was no chance they were going to be able to deliver that effort in the second half give up 56 yards of total offense give up one field goal on five drives in the second half i mean you know so give him some credit i will give malcolm jenkins a lot of credit you know his his words i didn't feel like they were well received, uh, I you know I don't know that anyone was like overly From angry about guys that, we talked to, but right? it didn't feel like anybody <clears throat> really backed him or were like, yeah, he's right, um, you know. And then that's kind of throughout the organization was my sense that no one felt like um, maybe he needed to say that at that time. Uh, what he did last week about that them not having fight fight, but he comes up with the interception at the end of the first half. The two-point conversion, Eli Manning said uh, Jenkins duped him on that bad boy. 
and caused the incompletion there. And then taking the initiative to go tell the defensive coordinator, yeah. dude, we have no idea what we're doing we out give, here. We didn't give Malcolm Jenkins enough credit for flipping the bird last week. I mean, that Fantastic. proves that he listens to the show, yeah. right? Yeah. Tremendous. Um, the interception was a huge play. I mean, yes. the that was, again, that one is probably all on Eli, I think. the mm, Shermer put it on him, but. I, yeah, which, <laughs> I mean. How many years has Eli Manning played in the NFL? Eagles are in a soft, I think, too deep coverage where you're really forcing that ball to the end zone if you throw it. There's a check down to the left available. He doesn't take it. He forces it. And, you know, we can say it was an easy interception, but we've seen the Eagles defenders drop plenty of easy interceptions. So uh, Jenkins was in the right spot, made the play. I don't know if we've seen him drop any that easy. Not him. I'm saying the team. I know, but... Sure, we have Camus. Yeah, yeah, but that one is at least thrown hard. That ball is just like floating right into his hands. That's about as easy as it gets. Uh, It would have been twenty. Could have potentially been twenty-two eleven going into the half, and you really thanks to bad clock management by Doug Peterson. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, what did he do? I forget. They scored. They called that timeout too early on the play clock. Gave the Giants the ball back. Correct. Um, So yeah, I will. Jenkins gets the defensive game ball. In the day after. Over, over my guy LeBlanc? Yeah. Made the play of the game, Cravon. A lot of people thought that was pass interference. I didn't watch a replay, I don't think it? so. You watched it, got, saw a good replay of it? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Although he did give me the, uh, he gave me a very Wisniewski line on it. Everybody's say? trying to take the aggressiveness out of football. Oh, nice. Some concussion uncle out of yeah, Cravon. Yeah, he got a little, got okay. a little concussion uncle. Uh, that was amazing. <laughs> that was kind of a surreal moment. We like Cravon LeBlanc. One on one. One on no an island. No safety help. Yep. <laughs> Against Odell Beckham. Season on the line. Yeah, unbelievable. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So I did, that's what I did my story about. So don't give the story away, but what are, what are some things we should know about Cravon LeBlanc? I saw a fun quote circulating about him. Go ahead. You said uh, Odell Beckham like wears pants just like I wear pants or something. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. He's, and then he said, uh, <laughs> "I'll tell you, I'll tell you this one because I think he used the pants thing uh, with a couple people, but I don't know if he said this other part okay. with other people. Let me uh, okay. let me pull it up. All right. So, <clears> see, the intrepid reporter follows up on a good pants quote. You know, just well, I didn't go out. in on that. I didn't go in on that. Oh, okay. uh, the scrum, you know, I got I got yeah. Craven off to the side. I asked, I was going around asking people in the locker room, "Do you know who Craven LeBlanc is?" Okay, what and was the funniest response you got? Uh, the two funniest were were Lane Johnson took took a beat. He was like the defensive back, <laughs> um, and the other one was Zach Ertz who said, "I do now." Oh, okay, uh, but you need to know that he he doesn't go by Craven; he goes by. Strap. Oh, yeah, really? Strap, oh, yeah. Okay, all it's right. It's like, oh, Strap, Young Strap. Oh, I like this. You did a little, uh, li- what's the uh, format here? This is uh, ten, 10 things oh, that you need to know about Craven LeBlanc. Love that. Uh, and let's see what the uh, the quote here that I will, the rest you can read on theathletic.com slash Philly. He said, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's football. Odell, he's a great player. He put his pants on. I put my pants on. <laughs> My hat's off to him. We all know what Odell can do. He can take the top off that defense. I mean, everybody in the stadium, in the world, knew where that ball was going. Odell, backside, one-on-one. What you going to do? You're going to piss down your leg? What? Not really? (laughs) You're back against the wall? That just go back to strap. Strap for it. It's your opportunity. Dream come true. One-on-one backside with the highest paid receiver in the league. What you going to do? You're going to fold? You're going to tuck your tail? Oh, my gosh. Maybe my, I know I shouldn't have favorite players, but <laughs> he, he may have to be mine. Are you going to When you said you were writing about Craven LeBlanc, you know, I was kind of like... LeBlanc, by LeBlanc. The way. I was like, yeah, okay, all right, let's <laughs> see what you got. Now I know I should have never doubted you. I love that. I love that it's not put his pants on one leg at a time. It's just he puts his pants on. <laughs> I like that, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Uh, can you just every week do 10 things about Craven LeBlanc? <laughs> if he keeps making plays. Well, we'll see. We'll see who's going to, you know, we don't know when Jalen Mills, Sidney Jones, Rasul, Doug- Rasul Douglas was active. Um, came in for, I think, <laughs> one play after Chan and Sullivan looked completely confused. Yes. That know. was the touchdown. Oh, that was the touchdown. The Barkley. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, then Rasul Douglas um, comes in briefly. So we'll see, but, you know. DeAndre Hall played his first defensive snap. He played a snap, looked good out there. <laughs> you joked that I should no, you joked that I should make a chance. Warmack came in first. Uh, both of them. I thought I thought you yeah. should make them both the, the, the game balls. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the fact <clears throat> is these defensive backs are gonna have to play. Next week. I think LeBlanc uh, of these guys yeah. is not that bad. Okay. He has a. I mean, he has Sullivan a, looked the, clearly looked the worst. Uh, yes, I think Sullivan yeah, is, is just not ready to play. Undrafted free agent and uh, looked lost. I mean, LeBlanc played sixty percent of the defensive snaps for the Bears in two thousand sixteen. Okay. Led them in uh, pass breakups. Oh, so he was. It was Don't fine. Give away the whole. Article, I talked to. I, I just. This is not in the article, but I was asking our our athletic Chicago counterpart yeah. if there was some story as to why. He was gone. Something you know behind the scenes or something yeah. like that. He said, "No, not really. He was just." He said he was one of the biggest surprise cuts this year. Oh, okay. Um, so then, I mean, then again, he also then went to the Lions and got cut by them too. So well, it's not like he's, man, Patricia. But uh, you know, no. Uh, Patricia, believe me, I'm not like taking a shot. I'm not me. taking a shot at you here. But he he has a little bit more experience playing than Big Bows. Well, listen, Big Bows was on the outside there on an island. So that's right. Know. Uh, okay, so that's that's the story of the defense. We'll we'll see who's back next week. You're getting Colt McCoy and an offense that did not look uh, very prolific at all. Yeah, I, I had to, I texted you a Moa Culpa on Thanksgiving night for thinking that Colt McCoy yes. wasn't that terrible. Yes, that was a bad, bad take by you. He looked terrible. Although I still don't know where he ranks in backups. Three interceptions, I believe he threw. I mean, their entire game plan was throwing to the tight ends, basically. So it's not a great offense. It's a, so that sounds like the Eagles game plan. <laughs> well, it should that should be the Eagles game plan probably, but uh, it's a banged up offensive line. No Paul Richardson, Colt McCoy at quarterback. So the Eagles probably don't have a great excuse. Oh, I just got killed. <laughs> we have the Packers Vikings game on here. Uh, you know the Eagles injury excuse probably isn't as uh, relevant next week when you look at. I mean Washington's offense isn't as banged yeah. up, but. They're yeah, very banged up. That's so a good point. It's one banged up unit against and, another. And they're banged missing up. their more important position. Now, is this the way? I, I kind of feel like this is just the way they're going to have to play. Like, keep it simple. Yeah, I agree. Get with that. home with the front four. If the other team score, strings together drives and scores, so be it. You know, I agree with that. I mean, that's the. You know, they are down to whoever they're down to in yeah. the secondary. The linebackers are okay. You know, at best, they're missing Hicks. Yeah, that's fine. So they've got they've got they've got one good unit. Put the game on their back. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to give up, probably some frustrating like third and sevens and stuff. But yeah, of course they are. You can't make miracles here. Yeah, what are you going to do? I I would say you know prevent the big plays and make the other teams go down the field, but they're probably not going to be that great at doing that. But we'll see. So I would think that would be the game plan going forward, and we'll see. Uh, we don't have any updates on when those guys are going to be back. We'll see what uh, Douglas the P says this week. I would be surprised if Sidney Jones plays this week. And it week. didn't feel like Mills was like, I mean, Mil- yeah. it seems like they keep pushing Mills back. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe Rasul Douglas is. He was active today, so, I mean, I don't know that that's really an upgrade or not. That's true. Much of an upgrade, but uh, Avante Maddox, Maddox he he didn't seem, I don't know. It's tough to get a gauge. None of these guys, I feel like, seem like they would be back for Monday night, but that's just like a guess. I agree with that. I feel. Maybe they'll get one of them. If they could get one of them back, that would be nice. I feel like if they could get Maddox back to play safety, that would be huge. Yeah. I wouldn't even play, I would not replace, like, these guys with him at cornerback. No, neither like would I. Corey Graham, I mean. I would much rather have, I yeah. mean, you know, I wrote the story about him, but I'd much rather have LeBlanc at nickel and Maddox at free safety. I than, think that's definitely better. Yeah. So we will see what they do uh, when and if they get him back. All right. Offensive side of the ball. What would you think? I mean, uh, 
garbanzo beans in, to start the game again. Again. And, no now, and now I know they had that touchdown called back. Who cares? That doesn't count. They had it called back. They had four, they had four plays and they punt. Uh, uh, just a brutal <clears> decision <throat> to punt. I mean. Come on. If they lose this game, I'm probably leading the podcast with a fearless quote. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. Go. What was that? Like. It was. Fourth and five. From the forty, from right the here. Giants forty-seven with eight twenty left, down six nothing. Fourth and five. Well, it was the whole and the other, you know, the other thing, the Giants had done nothing to stop them. They were moving the ball with ease. The reason they were in fourth and five was because of that penalty. Yeah. Like and because they called that the third and ten that Garbanzo well, screen issue, to Golden okay? Tate. My issue is the whole sequence. Yes. Third and ten, you're calling the screen to Tate. All right. Um. Uh, we, I think we were both assuming they're okay. Right. They're going to go for it on fourth down, so you're making it If you're easier. not going to go for it, then don't call a screen. Right. If you're not – exactly. It's just like last week. Didn't they have the exact same play? On, it was like a third down, right? Yeah. Call on the first drive. It was to Josh they Adams, yeah. That one was at least backed up. Oh, that up, was to Adams, right. Okay. They, they had another crappy tate, right? yeah. Golden Tate. And, boy, that trade is just looking. Really, it's marvelous. I mean, not only has he been dynamic every time he touches the ball, but he has really opened things up for the rest of the offense. They, there's, there has not been too many moving parts. The Eagles are seamlessly putting in Nelson Aguilar and Jordan Matthews. Dallas Goddard has been uh, – oh, the middle of the field has been opened up for him because of Golden Tate's dynamic presence. They're doing a great job with that. I got to say, some of our evaluations of the Eagles' offensive personnel, it seemed like we hit on things way earlier than they did. Wendell Smallwood <laughs> is nowhere to be found. <laughs> I mean, we were calling for that weeks ago. We were calling for that in, 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 during roster cuts. During roster cuts. He, I mean, he didn't have a touch today. This guy went from being like your bell cow to not having a touch today. Yeah. We, okay. Which should have been. Uh, Dallas Goddard, we'd say maybe this guy could help you. I mean, he's spinning around. He's making one-handed plays, catches. One-handed catches. Uh, honestly, he's probably, he should have played more. He should be involved more. Yeah. They, they, it seems like they're pressured. The to, one like, thing we saw a couple times today that we haven't seen in a while was eleven personnel with just Goddard on the field instead of Ertz. Yes. Well, I mean, it was it was like a handful of plays. It's and probably going to be just a, for running yes. plays. And then there were some twelve personnel with, with Rodgers and yeah, Goddard. Yeah, they did that. Two plays, I think. Which but. is probably going to be a giveaway <clears throat> at some point that, all right, their tendency is to run the ball. But you know but what? But then that's a, I think that's know, overrated. that's a self-scouting thing. Yeah, yeah because, because then you just have one play where you right, do a exactly. little play action. And then and they got to respect it. Then they have to respect it. Totally so agree. That's, that tendency stuff can be so overrated. You know, it's like, it's not, if it's, unless it's every single time, which it never well, is. Well, if it's more, you know, if it's a big sample size, if it's like, you yeah. know, you go to, uh, when you're in 11 personnel, this is what you're going to do. Right. But if it's like, yeah, if it's like sort of a, a niche package, yeah. then yeah, like, okay, you ran, you ran all four times out of 13 personnel, that's fine, or you're going to, yeah. you're going to bust it open at one point. Yeah, I mean, if they're looking <clears> to give Ertz a breather, like, get Goddard in there on those split zones and the whams and stuff and let him do that. How, how unexplosive does Golden Tate look? Uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't look like he's. I mean, doing he anything. doesn't. He he doesn't look good, and they don't know, you know how to what? use I'm him. I'm kind of kicking myself, honestly, because when I wrote about Tate uh, after the trade and was watching, I tried his, to warn you. No, no, but even when I was watching his film with the Lions, I'm like, I mean, I see the yak numbers, but there, you know, there were some plays where he he looked great. But when I was watching like a big sample size, like I watched every reception. Yeah. I wasn't like blown away by the guy, but try to warn you, man. I feel like when they trade for a player, I'm often trying. I'm often looking like, why did they do this? Trying to get in mm. their heads. What are the skills that they found appealing? But sometimes, you know what? You should just tell me to. What did you know? Go with your gut. What was your? Uh, make sure you're giving an honest assessment with no uh, no outside factors. I agree. Okay. Uh, well, they yeah they have. I a try bu- to warn you. I mean, they have a bunch of guys who do the same thing. That's the issue. Yeah. Um. But, like, it should just be a 12-personnel team, honestly. Like, what is Nelson Aguilar giving you? Well, I mean, that, as I, I wrote in the cheat sheet, they do run 12 personnel, the second most frequent okay. usage in the league. Well, By the way, if people don't know, we say 11, 12 personnel all the time. That is describing how many running backs and tight ends are on the field. The first yes. integer is running backs. The second is tight wow. ends. So. What it, how, look at you disrespecting our audience. Like they wouldn't know that at this point. If there's in case there's anybody out there. <laughs> so eleven person knows three receivers. Three receivers. And you know, they're Jeffrey Tate and like Tate and Aguilar have them rotate, 
Keep Jeffrey on That's the outside. They, yeah. And then give me the Goddard. Especially the way they're going to have to play now. And are they going to get Alshon Jeffrey involved in this? Like, Well, he had that. Like, it was yeah. a really fun, yeah, weird very play weird. at the He's end. holding the ball, He's holding like, <laughs> all around, willy-nilly. Like. It was like he lost a bet or something yeah. during the week and was like, if I make a catch in the fourth quarter, watch what I'm going to do. And, like, the whole room started cracking <laughs> no, no, up. No, no, no. He said, I make a catch in the fourth quarter. Weird and the whole room started cracking up. Uh, it was a nice play. It feels like he could be... Uh, getting the ball a little bit more. But think of the way they're going to have to try to win these games is, you know, Peterson even said in this game the reason they were a little more committed to running the ball was because he was like, I know our defense was just so banged up. Well, that, well, that worked. That, it's going to have to be the way they're going to have to win these games. So I feel like get the 12 personnel out there. You're going to have to uh, string together long drives. The explosive element is still not there. And, uh, keep, I mean, Goddard's like the... I'm trying to think. Is there anyone? He, he's the best with his ball with the ball in his hands. He I is feel the like. best with his balls for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Better than Doug. He's the best with the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not gonna let piss run down his leg. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so uh, yes, Goddard. Uh, Goddard looked good. The offense was still the the offense was pretty. Wait, much, you think he's the best with the ball in his hands? On I don't the know. Offense? I'm trying to think who's better. Uh, like a he can spin. He can. I mean, he looks a little he weird. He's, he rumbles a little bit, but I don't. Of know. Of all the guys on offense, <coughs> like on a on a short pass, I don't know, or a middle of the field yeah. pass, do something. Maybe. I mean, it should be Tate, but he has. No, it's not Tate. Well, hey, no, you can make a case for Alshon. He's actually been, been pretty yeah. good in that this year. How about year? Ertz uh, charging into the end zone Yeah, there. that was nice. That was a nice play by him. Sure was. Ertz is having this like ridiculously monstrous season. <laughs> I know, has, that's right. He has seven for 91, and like <laughs> you know, we're getting to him now. Yeah. It's just uh, sort of expected. <clears throat> I don't know where they would be without him. They did run the ball better. I mean, the numbers were not... Uh, Crazy. I, I got to say, Josh Adams is better than I thought. Much better than we thought. We, but we were right that there was some unknown quantity to him that there yes. there was not with Wendell Small. This uh, is exactly why we were right the whole time. I, I, I look forward to re-watching the plays. Like, so, I feel like when he bounces it to the outside, yeah, I don't he know gets, if it's designed he, or not, but he gets there. And I don't know if that's like the Giants' defense is terrible or not, yeah. but he was, get, he was really you know getting the edge. Yes, he, he was getting out there quickly, And we finally saw some line. juice out of Corey Clement. Yeah, he had two very big plays, actually. I mean, five carries for 45. I he, forgot he was still on the team. He had the 32-yarder. And then he had the big screen that went for 23 yards. Yeah. So that's good. He, you know, he probably. And then he had an eight-yard run right after that. So, I mean. Yeah. Adams had 22 <clears throat> for 84. I thought his numbers, when, when I looked at those, I was surprised. I thought he was going to be. Because he had a couple nice runs, but. It felt does, like he was better than that. Yeah. But he's, he probably had like five or six that were just totally stuffed. Yeah. And they're given, you know, there's the three at the end where right, everyone knows true. he's going to run it. So. Um, overall, though, yeah, he, he's looked good. And, you know, I think that bi- maybe a big variable potentially for them is that uh, maybe the offensive line could, like, get it going here. Down that would stretch. be nice. Lane Johnson. And you is- know they always get excited. You know, Lane was really celebrating after that touchdown. Yes. That was that the touchdown drive to take the lead. Yes, big 22-19. Drive. It was six plays, five runs. One of The one non-run was the screen to Corey Clement. So everything up front for those guys was about beating the guys in front of them. Yeah. And they relish that opportunity. They always, we talk, talk about this all the time. They, they love that stuff. And it's not always the best way to play. But if you are doing it effectively, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Lane Johnson and uh, Brandon Brooks were just like, I felt constantly looking at the sideline being like, keep running the Do ball. Uh, they were very fired up. It seemed like a lot of the runs – we're behind those two guys, so who knows? You know, this group, for as injured as they've been, they've now played like a lot of snaps together. When you yeah. think about it, you know, the continuity, the timing, all that stuff. Should and be someone better. said to you that Lane is Zach Ertz said uh, Lane Johnson's as you know healthier than he's been in a while. I think you, <clears> he said, I think you guys can see that um, that kind of thing. So we'll see. At least it adds a little bit of an element of something they potentially could do well. On if you're looking for something. That, if you're looking for yes. something. What did you think of uh, Carson Wentz? He finishes 20 for 28, 236. Sort of a forgettable game. Um, he was okay. I thought he was okay. Yeah. The one thing that we see, and, and I don't know 
live. I think we're going to have to watch the tape on this. You know, the eye in the sky don't lie, as they say. They do say that. Uh, there's a lot of hesitation when he's in when he's dropping back, and it, it, some double pumps, triple, quadruple pumps. Uh, it doesn't. I don't know if there are guys open, yeah. and he's hesitant to pull the trigger into tight windows, or if it's just you know bad design, and he's he's doing what's right. Yeah. Um, but that really was know. that was the most uh, notable part of his performance for me, especially in the first half. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a standout. Th- you know, normally has some wow throws. Yeah, seemed like it was pretty standard. I mean, he averaged 8.4 yards per. You know, he also attempt, made that so bad good. decision on that. I think it was a third and short where it looked like it was a you know a read option, and he kept, kept it that, and yes. it got got crushed. Got and he, crushed. it looked like Josh Adams would have at least had a chance. One on one, if he had handed the ball off, but Doug Peterson did say that Wentz got them into a lot of good run looks. Although I wonder if something's uh, Wentz has been asked recently twice about whether he like and he says that's Doug, right? And he kind of smiles. So I don't know if he's just like, I don't want you guys to write about me doing this. Any like if it's not that big of a deal, like don't give me credit for that or. Uh, what the case is, but yeah, that that's been twice in the past two weeks where someone's asked him like, "Hey, did you change the play or uh, get get uh, the offense into the right look on this run?" And he just says, "That was a call by Doug." So I don't know. We should ask him every week and see if he yeah. says uh, there's anything. You're like right. That. I don't think there. I can't think of a single like really impressive throw. Yeah, there was a there was a. Uh, there was like a, a a third and long that he hit Tate on. That comes to mind. It was like a, it was like a that nice I thought bullet was throw. Like a great Tate catch, actually. Mm. That one over the middle. No, maybe that's a different one. Okay, there was one over the middle. Actually, we, we, <clears throat> that was a bad. We were that mocking was a Tate. Really that nice was a catch. nice catch. Yes, that was not the one I was thinking of. Um, so, it's weird because I came in thinking Wentz is going to have to right. put the team on his back. Yeah, and it was this sort of weird different formula so as, as we take a whiff on all the things we've gotten right we also got some things wrong yeah then the run game showed up a little bit so all right missing anything what do you think of those uh those g-men uh their season's over the g-men should yeah. i read it should i read is there a good a good Shermer quote that i mean the whole thing was fantastic <clears throat> I don't know if there's a tale one. of two halves, he says. A tale of two halves, he said that multiple I think times. early on we jumped out to a lead, which was good. In the third quarter, I think it just talk, talking it offensively, so we moved the ball fine. In the third quarter, we knocked ourselves off with penalties and I sacks can't take and this. got behind the chains. So you didn't get a chance to do some of the things you wanted to do. We got back to it a little bit at the end. We, we moved the ball. We had 11 penalties for 91 yards. Unacceptable. Can't do that. There's reasons for it. So, and then at the end there, we have to find a way to make a play there. We're down to a field goal game. It's tied, and we have to get them stopped. So, ultimately, we played a good football team, and we just didn't make enough plays in the end to win the game. And that's the reality of it. So, we're back to the drawing board. All right, no one's listening anymore. We have some injuries. Evan Engram hurt himself in warm-ups. He pulled his hamstring. Quadri Henderson fractures his shoulder. <laughs> Odell missed the first series of the third quarter. He had to get an IV. It was an unexpected cramp there. Goodson has a neck. We'll see how that plays out as we go. Get a shower. Get back up north and get ready to play the Bears. <clears throat> get a shower. That was good. Get a shower. Odell threw him under the bus. I forgot. Right. I saw some quotes circulating about. You asked know, why they weren't more aggressive against the thought, secondary. Yeah, and he said, Odell "Well, that's said, a coaching thing. I would have liked. I would have liked to been, do that." Yeah, yeah. which. He's right. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's right. Odell was very friendly with a lot of the Eagles before the game. Did you see that? He spent like all the four months. Yeah, why on the would he? Eagles why side? would he like his own teammates? Well, yeah. They stink. Okay, so maybe they can uh, trade. Well, let's see. He goes back with uh, Jalen Mills. He was friendly with Jordan Matthews, I saw, but I think they were SEC at the same time. Okay, that makes sense. I don't know. It seemed like he was mm. over there giving a lot of handshakes. I wrote about the fourth down play, the the mesh. Wheel play that you think uh, that was a shot across Pat Shermer's bow? You thought it, oh, you know what? I actually meant to include that in the piece. Maybe I'll add that. 
Yeah, edit it. I don't know. It doesn't go up till tomorrow morning. I know, but that requires me to like log back. Add in one little parenthetical. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to add in yourself. Text it to Pete. No, this this will be the podcast cut. How about that? Pistol, by the way, tells you uh, props for getting Super Bowl into the headline. Oh, well, you're welcome. Okay, go ahead. Podcast cut. Uh, Yeah, you know, we always talk about you have to go to the athletic to read this, so uh, we'll say that. You know, the Shermer little nugget you can only get on the podcast. How about that? Mm, nice so this is you know it's the same play that they ran i wrote a long piece about it in the off season they used it four times in the super bowl for 81 yards and uh they brought it one of those was the key fourth down to zach Ertz in the super bowl if you remember same play they call here to nelson aguilar fourth down season on the line works to perfection against zone coverage he picks up 12 yards and so a lot of what the offensive players were saying was that Doug Peterson's messaging this week was all about simplifying things. And if you remember last time they played the Giants, they had a short week. They played them on a Thursday night. They said we kept things simple, and they had their best game of the season. And so they, it seems like they tried to go back to that a little bit. Carson Wentz said sometimes when you're struggling on offense, you're just trying to scheme everything up and you know do everything you can, and it kind of makes it more complicated and doesn't work. So it was trying to get more... A little bit back to basics, and that play is probably a good example. You know, on a, it was what a couple of weeks ago on that key fourth down, <coughs> where Zach Ertz doesn't get the right depth on his route. Nelson Aguilar yes. does a terrible job and is in his way. And so this is a play they've run probably hundreds of times in practice, in games. Everyone knows where they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to do, and uh, they were able to convert. What did you think about the way they handled the? After that, the three Josh Adams runs in a row. Uh, I was okay with it. Okay. I, well, I thought, I thought you run on the first two downs. You bleed their timeouts. You get the clock going down. You could make the case that you go for it on third because uh, if you get the first down, then the game's over. Well, at least you get to kick a field goal where it's either game over or overtime. Yeah. Well, I, should... I would have liked to see a little bit more aggressiveness on third down, but I was okay with it. Yeah. There are, there are lots of aggressiveness things that I like to kill Doug for in this game. That, that first field goal he kicked I thought was Garbanzo Beans. It was fourth and two or fourth and three. Yeah. I thought they should have gone for that one. But this one I the thought, punt I was, thought was okay. Yeah, the punch on the, the opening punch. drive. Especially after last week saying he thought about going for it on that opening yes. fourth down. <clears throat> I thought they should have. I'm always in favor of if you have a quarterback who is not terrible. Of throwing it in that spot. I mean, if we're, if we're going to talk process over results, I mean, if Elliott would have missed that field goal, I would have been crushing Doug. I would have been crushing Doug, quite honestly, for not uh, throwing the ball on that third down. So um, anyway, they they chose to just run it three times in a row, and it ended up uh, working out fine for them. You okay. know, I do have to say, and I, I wrote this in the uh, the breakdown. But, you know, as much as we uh, harangue Doug for some of the poor decision-making and uh, lack of aggressiveness, and once again this team comes out and is doing the same things, pre-snap penalties, 12 guys in the Special huddle. Special teams, what like, are they doing? What are they doing? There's all this, there's all this nonsense. This is yeah. not a well-coached team. Yeah. All that said, as you said before, we were expecting that if this game was snowballing downhill, they would, they would crater. And to their credit, uh, they rallied and and you know found a way to win. But they kept fighting, and I think that is that is it is only fair to give Doug credit for that. I think that's right. They talked about the meeting on Saturday night at the hotel, and uh, Peterson telling them you have to believe it before you do it, or something like that. It was some quote like that? I don't, I don't know exactly what it was. Sounds dumb. I'm, to, I'm back off the bandwagon. Okay. It seemed to resonate a little bit before they had the ice cream, but that's true. I th- and I think that probably even last year, you know, we were talking on the WIP show how our opinions of him have changed. And I think I said I still believe him in him as a um, in terms of relationships with players, yes. culture, all those different things. Although, yes, to be honest, I was very curious to see how it would go if they got down uh, by a lot today, and uh, you know, they did not fold. So that was good to see. And, you know, then there are certainly still the questions about, um, as a schemer, probably more of a collaborator, uh, I think we said, which is probably still fair after this game. But, yeah, I mean, he did keep everyone together. Everyone played hard in the second half, and they were able to find a way to win a game and keep their season alive. Yeah. 
So we'll see what they do now. We get another week. Another week of relevance. Another week of relevance. All right. What else you got? That's all I got. I just went through my whole piece. That's everything. Okay. Anything else on here? How was your uh, your Thanksgiving? It's good. Quiet. Yeah? Four of us. The highlight was actually late night. Okay. Naya, my six-year-old, has been refusing to let us cut her nails properly. Ooh. And so her big toenail, like... It, did, it wasn't one of those where, like, the whole thing comes off, but, like, the part that should be cut. Right. You know, something kind of happened to it, and so she's just having this giant meltdown before bed. Um, you know, it's going to get caught on my blanket. I can't put a sock uh, on. I know that feeling, yeah. I won't let you cut it. And so she's just uh, freaking out. You know, we're, we're trying to reason <clears throat> with her. I, you know, I even offered a lollipop while I cut it because I have a lot of confidence in my, you know. Sure nail cutting of the kids so uh, have you always had that or did you did you come to i think after i did that? it a couple times i'm okay. like i can do this because uh, i think i told you the very yeah. first time i cut casey's right. fingernail was a disaster for you, both of us yeah no you got to build up uh yeah it was awful meanwhile leela our uh soon to be three-year-old uh <laughs> after they both took a bath i cut her nails and she's going see naya it's easy it's easy <laughs> so that did not lead to a- <laughs> <laughs> we did anything good. Good there, Tanner. So anyway, we finally get Naya to just uh, go to sleep. You know, we're like, you'll be fine. Nothing will happen. Uh, we watched some TV. And then, uh, well, even before that, I'm like, you know, I told my wife, I said, we're going to have to go up there and uh, cut that bad boy while she's sleeping. <laughs> She's like, no, we're not. What are you crazy? I'm like, yes, we are. There's, did you see her? Like when she's awake, <laughs> there's no other way for us to do that. So uh, I, we were watching something, a movie, TV. I, I forget what it was. Uh, and then I'm like, all right, let's go. My, you know, my wife's had a few glasses of wine at this point. <laughs> uh, we go up there. She's shining the light. And, you know, I'm kind of touching the toe and I am stirring. And she just, you know, my wife's saying, like, end it end it like uh, abort right. abort i'm like no we can do this and so it was uh it was quite the mission uh naya sort of turned i was able to get a pretty nice angle i cut once my wife's like good that's it and i'm like no i gotta get like wow. a good cut in and so this is uh, like mission impossible yeah, yeah so i did three clips and uh <laughs> three clips three clips got it good and then uh naya I, her eyes open, and so oh my goodness, she, she sees my wife first, and she's like, she's like, hi mom, and then I'm like, and then she sees me, and she goes, I don't know how to take this. She goes, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I'm not around enough. Whatever. <laughs> But uh, at that point, we sneak out. <laughs> Everything is good. Oh, my God. At that point, me. I'm just looking to get out of there. We got out. Wow. And uh, she woke up the next morning thinking that uh, it had just fallen off. <coughs> you all right? I'm, I got to go cough drop. Yeah. You, wow. <laughs> she wakes up thinking it just fell off uh, in the middle <coughs> of the night. So uh, wow. I felt, you know, like the dad well, of the year right until there. Until she listens to this podcast. Well, yeah, that's true. Wow. Hopefully they, they sometimes do do that. On what the a harrowing course. story. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's good. <clears throat> you? I uh, had a good... I, uh, I love how that was my <laughs> highlight of Thanksgiving, by that's the way. That's great, yeah. Uh, we had a little uh, Thanksgiving in Western Mass on uh, the Thursday with the in-laws. Played a little, uh, a little two-hand touch <laughs> outside in the snow. This is quite a streak of... Uh, podcast where you've had like a bad cough i just i just i'm just the cough guy yeah (laughs) yeah i thought i was getting over this um yeah you know i you know i got the w i'm I'm not i'm not lining up i'm not showing up to lose okay uh i was not the quarterback it's not my place to not my place to tell it bothered you though you would have liked to be of course i would have preferred to be the quarterback but it's nice to uh, go on the outside and make plays and uh Dial, dial up some... You're like Joe Flacco. Some stuff. Like, oh, yeah, it's great. I had fun. 
I got to call a couple good hook and ladders. Okay. Uh, is it a hook and ladder just, or a hook, just and one hook and ladder? I say hook and ladder. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Why Why is it called a hook and ladder? I don't know. It probably sounds like lateral. Oh, yeah. That's why I thought it might be a hook and lateral because it actually, that's the exact play. So it would make much more sense. Just you stay cool, common collective okay. over there. All right. Uh, had a good time. Then we uh, <clears throat> went over to Boston, saw some of my family, and got to take in my first game for the official mm. hockey team of Birds with Friends, Wesleyan Women's Hockey. Took down UMass Boston in their place. Wow. 2-1. What a well-coached team, yeah, I must say. Uh, seems like it. So that was fun. Uh, and we also saw uh, Creed yeah, too. Yeah, let's get to your review. Before we get to the review, okay. because I, we're gonna we're gonna do spoilers, so we should make that the yes. last thing, so people can turn it off. Oh, okay. You said you wanted to crush yourself. Oh, or something? Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, a terrible job by me in the Doug Peterson press conference. Mm. He's talking about Nelson Aguilar and calls him Nelly, and I want to. I'm doing my story on that play, and so in my question, I called him Nelly. Oh. You know, buddy, I think that's okay. Uh, buddy MC texted me. He didn't rip me. He texted me. He's like, oh, going with the... Uh, and I like hated myself right away. No, I called them I by their under- actual names. I understand the self-loathing And that's there. not even a great... That's not even like a like a nickname that I would even like. You know? I understand the crushing yeah, yourself there. I, I think it was okay it. if it was off of him saying that. Okay. he did. It was answer, in response? Well, he had been asked a question about the fourth down play, called him Nelly. Then I think he got another question. Then I'm like, back to the fourth down play. When Nelly, oh, mm. it feels dirty just saying it. Yeah, I'm a professional. I call these men by their actual. I names. would give you. I would give you just a, a minus one okay. on my BFF All right. grade. All right. Uh, I have to flip the bird to the state of New Jersey. Okay. We were driving home last night from Boston. Very long drive, harrowing, like apocalyptic rainstorm. Mm. As we're going through New Jersey, stop at a rest stop. It's it is pouring rain. Uh, Rachel has to has to pee. So I pull up front, drop her off. She runs in, put the car in park, knock on the window. State trooper. Mm. License and registration, please. What? Okay. Here you go, officer. He's back in 10 minutes. Ticket for $55. What? You're You're not allowed to park there. I wasn't parked. I just, I was dropping off my wife. Now he says, it's raining for everybody. Yeah, I agree with that. There are people who are parking and then going in. Also, like, how about a, how about a, a knock on the window, move it along that's here? The, yeah, that's the... Uh, I was there literally 30 seconds before he okay. knocked on the door. Yeah. <clears throat> Straight to the ticket. And so I was angry at the guy. Mm. In retrospect, $55. I should be more angry at the state that... that they're making him do this on a Saturday night of a holiday weekend. Eh, I think you should probably be angry at the guy. Give me a move it along. I mean, yeah, you should. Well, you should drop off and then go park and then circle back when she's, you know. But I couldn't have circled back. He would have given me a ticket for that, too, presumably. Mm, I don't know. If she's walking up to the car as you circle back, you probably would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, so you should Could, You couldn't see. I didn't even didn't see, see him there. Okay. I'm telling you, it was like. Crazy rainy. You should have done that. However, yeah, I mean, what's with, the, you know, how about a just, sir, you can't park here? Yeah. You would have moved. You weren't going to put, you weren't going to. Yeah, I wasn't going to You gonna weren't going to say, do stick. you know who I am? No, I would have presumed that he knew who I was. <laughs> and you had the little Isn't guy. Isn't that crazy? And you had the little guy in the back? Yeah, he's sleeping. He started crying. Oh, my gosh, this guy. Can you believe that? Yeah, all right. So, New Jersey gets the bird. Okay. Um, all right. We actually did a, an impromptu bird lines before the game. Let's see how we fared. I haven't looked since we did it. Mm. <clears throat> the line was Odell Beckham, 124 yards receiving. You said over, I said under. Point for me. Boy, they really, <clears throat> I mean, really kind of shut down Odell Beckham in these two games. How? Well, I don't know. Nobody throws on Craven LeBlanc, baby. Or Devontae Bowles, baby. Mm-hmm. It's a 139-yarder, big deal. I know, that's right. Uh, over under four and a half yard or four and a half plays for the Eagles' first offensive drive. Now, this was a what a line this was because it was four plays, but five plays if you count the penalty, the Adams one, 
We both went over, so we're not. Uh, there's no skin in the game, but I don't know if we get it or not. Uh, no, I think it's under. Okay, it I agree. It doesn't count as an <clears throat> official play. Uh, Dallas Goddard over under <clears throat> one and a half catches. You went under. I went over. Two nothing for the good guys. Uh, over under point five turnovers for the Eagles defense. We both went over. We got that one. Over under. Uh, 101.5 quarterback rating for Carson Wentz. You went over, I went under, you got that one. 108.6 for Carson wow. Wentz. And then finally, uh, Saquon Barkley yards from scrimmage. So that is 101 plus 41, so 142, versus yards from scrimmage for Josh Adams, Golden Tate, and Nelson Aguilar. And we both took Barkley, which means we both... One. So I won. 126 for the other three? Yeah, okay. close. So I'll take that W. All right. Um, I have another idea for a segment. We'll do that later. Later? As in another podcast, right? Another podcast. Oh, phew. Yeah, no. Thank God. We're going to draft. Get out of here. Well, just so you have time to think about it, ruminate. Mm. We're going to draft things that you want in your hotel room, like hotel room amenities. So you're, what's the what's the one thing you want when you're going to a hotel room? And we'll okay. we'll draft we'll to those. give that a lot of thought. <clears throat> so that's a good way to spend your time. Okay, Creed two. All right. So if, if you if, haven't if, seen if you it. haven't seen Creed two, and or you don't want to hear spoilers. I mean, if if you haven't seen it but don't plan on seeing it and you just want to listen to nonsense, well, you probably keep on don't. going. If not, that's all we're going to talk about yeah. for the rest of the After show. After that, we're out. Okay. And we're, it's not going to be long. I, you know, I don't like how you said the rest of the show. I got, I got notes. I was oh, taking God, notes during, okay. the, during the movie. All right. Uh, everybody knows that uh, you got to see Michael B. Jordan and uh, Tessa Thompson and my man uh, Dolph show up. I thought Dolph was good. I was very impressed with Dolph. Absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, overall thoughts? Fantastic. For oh, what it was? Ah, oh, see, you had me nervous earlier. I thought you were going to like come in and rip it or something. No, I've got a couple okay. small All right. quibbles. Okay. But for what it was, fantastic. I think they've done a great job of, of uh, reinvigorating the franchise. Yeah, outstanding. This one, I thought Creed 2 was better than Creed 1. Agreed. Uh, let's see. There were a couple, a couple of small quibbles. Okay. The craziest was they go into that final fight. And the odds are twenty-five to one against uh, against Creed and Drago's favor. Oh, oh I didn't. A uh, boxing out. match, twenty-five to one. Mm. Asinine. Is that uncommon? I have like no idea. Yeah, it's, it's, there's no way. Oh, okay. a, um, a, a mano a mano would be that. Okay. It's insane. All right. Insanely high. Well, they should have done some more online research. Well, they did a lot. Of, there's a lot of good, like true to boxing stuff in there. Like the refs that they had on the two fights are real boxing oh, refs. Okay. Um. Other stuff like that, but that was uh, that was a small thing. I didn't like that. Uh, their uh, Tessa Thompson's reason for wanting to go to L.A. was that they were going to have more space. You're going to get more space for your money in L.A. than Philly. You know, I actually was. I thought they were going to before the second fight move back to Philly. I thought they were coming back to Philly. At some I, point. There was not quite enough Philly in there for me. They, sh- they should have come back to Philly at some point. I feel like. Yeah, that would have been a nice touch. Uh, let's see. What I, I just thought of one quibble, so I'm, okay. you, you know, I want you to run through yours because I feel, I wonder if it will be a similar one. Okay. Um, I laughed at one point when, uh, when Dolph Lundgren shows up at the restaurant and he's explaining what happened and he's, he's saying all the things that he lost and he goes, my wife, which I cracked up at at the time. I didn't realize that it was going to lead to, mm. uh, Bridget Nielsen showing up mm. and she was, I mean, she's the worst villain oh. in, of all the movies. Oh, so mean. Unbelievable. Get out of here. Um, let's see. Oh, I loved, loved both of Creed's entrances in the two fights. Mm. Fantastic. Uh, I loved the one where uh, she was singing. What yeah, was that, that was the last one. That was the music. Oh, the music. The on music this. in this movie. I, was I want the soundtrack. Awesome. Do they still do soundtracks? I think so. I totally agree. Is there a Spotify uh, playlist? Before the or game something? started, I Googled. Creed two soundtrack. Oh my gosh! Every song was Banging. outstanding. Oh yeah, it's been a while since I've enjoyed 
a soundtrack and 100%. thought that the movie soundtrack added as much uh, to the movie as this yeah, did. Yeah, I was like... The training montage before the final fight, a little what? silly. What the hell? <laughs> me? So, so I see it with my uh, little brother and we get in the car and we're talking about it. And at one point we're like, what was that? Where were they? Right. <laughs> like, do you know? Like, where did they go? Oh, what was that? Uh, were those convicts? Ex-cons? Oh, I don't think they were convicts. Were they? I, that's what he thought. I mean, I think ex-cons. Ex- maybe. Ex-cons. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or were the, was it just? I just yeah, just like, some place in the desert. Where did this like, exist? Yeah, they did not say where it existed. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> he just drove him to this. Yeah. Random. I thought that was like the fun. I, I shouldn't even say <laughs> quibble because it. I don't know. I kind of. But it was like. It. It was so but random. in Rocky Four, they have you know. There's that crazy training montage yeah. in the in the woods or whatever in the cabin. Yeah. This was their twist on that. I thought it was nice. It was like they reimagined the, the Rocky montage. And, uh, the, yeah, there's just this yeah, random bizarre. ring and equipment. We were, uh, we were cracking up at that. Yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> um, I, liked that the, I liked the way that they did the story, boxing-wise, of the second fight. He's killing him, but the DQ was a great twist. Mm. Because you know he's going to lose that fight. Yeah. Because it's the middle of the movie. There's going to yes. be a fight at the end of the movie, yes. so you know he's going to lose. Yes. That was a great way to do that, spin that. Yeah. Make him still be scared of him, but also you know explain why they're give their reason for the li- the last fight, and then I loved the end. Dolph thrown in the towel. Yes, what a great what a great way to bring a full circle. We we <clears> thought <throat> there, uh, both my little brother and I thought there may be some. Uh, we we felt uh, you know kind of bad for what's Dolph's yeah. son's name. Um, this is bad. We don't remember. Uh, we uh, thought there uh, might be some yeah. kind of like. You know him and him and Michael B. Given like uh you know, some type of mutual respect I th- type thing. Yeah, I think I. I th- mm. Well, you know they do the thing of them running together at the end, and that's sort of to show that their their father son bond has grown a little bit beyond okay. uh, what it had been. Yeah, but I I think I, I think you're right. I thought there might have been like a you know like a, a touch gloves or yeah. like a yeah. you know respect. Yeah, especially I mean. Wh- once Especially his mom once, left, yeah, I was like, like, come on, somebody help That was brutal. Oh, so cold. What a heartless. Yeah, terrible. Um, I really liked the uh, the baby scene where it was Michael B. Jordan having to take care it's of fun. the crying baby. That yeah, was fun. That's good. Did you think it was a little emotionally exploitative with the giving the baby the, the, the hearing thing? And then you never see the baby again until the very end? I would have liked one other scene in there with the baby. So did the baby not have, was it a he or a she? Uh, it was a she. Uh, she did have hearing because when you see her at the very end of the movie, she's got things in her ears. That's okay. That's what we were trying to, uh, <coughs> we kind of missed that. Yeah. Um, I would have liked one other scene. It sort of went from point A to point C yeah. baby-wise for me. Yeah. And who was taking care, all I could think about when... They go. They've got the fight in Russia. Tessa Thompson's singing the entrance. His mom's there. Who's watching the baby? Mm. Yeah, that's what's going through my mind. It's not Felicia Rashad, right? There was a very funny um, moment as we were sitting in the theater. Uh, oftentimes, I will be the annoying person who like Rachel will be wondering what she knows somebody from, and I will tell her what. The person is from yeah, and she leaned over uh, at one point early on in Creed Two and goes, "Claire Huxtable." <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. That's right. Um, Tough to talk about. Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I don't think uh, uh, is there blood on her hands. Uh, I don't know. I don't know enough. I don't know enough <clears throat> either. I don't think she's come out against. I don't think no. she said anything publicly against. Yeah, it, neither do I. But. Uh, there was an interesting thing at this movie theater where uh, the concessions yeah. was like a lineup where you, they've got the popcorn out or, the, or candy. You get that, and then you bring it to pay for it. That seems like it would lead to a lot of youth just stealing food. <laughs> well, that, and it, it was not I, – I, I like the, uh, the idea of trying to improve the efficiency of that system. Yeah. But I'm not sure it worked very well. And I think the popcorn was not as fresh as a well, result. Yeah, that would be uh, – I could see that being an issue. Yeah. Okay. Uh, overall, I thought it was, uh, it was very happy. Great movie. 
I'm wondering if I've, uh, I thought I had one other, th- one other thing, but I don't know what it was. Nobody showed up at our, at our, been funny if they like, they yeah. just sent like, uh, oh, I know. <clears throat> this was the other thing. So Michael B. Jordan, do, would you say that he has had the most distinguished post-wire career? Is it, is it him or Idris Elba? No, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Idris Elba is the sexiest man of the year. Okay. I go Michael B. Jordan. So in Black Panther and the Creed franchise and... And then Avon's Avon is his trainer. I forgot about true. Avon. True. Yes, that was true. Oh, Would yeah. you say who's third? Uh, well, McNulty's had that show that people like, The Affair. Have you watched that? Yeah. One? I watched the first season. I didn't really like. I that. haven't watched it. Okay. Uh, Carcetti had a, had a long, long run on Game of Thrones. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that. As uh, Littlefinger, pro- we're probably missing someone. Um, Amy Ryan on The Office. Probably not. Probably not the winner. Bunk's been on a bunch of uh, David Simon shows. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like we're, we might be missing Must somebody. Be, might be missing somebody. I was saying I feel like Michael B. Jordan probably gets a lot. Like you know, I was in on you before. Right. You know. He had the nice Friday Night Lights yeah, Vince. Uh, also as well. Yeah. He was fantastic in every, I mean, everything. He's very good. Yeah. He was good in this. I, I thought Tessa Thompson was very good. Yeah. I liked, I love, uh, the whole Drago arc was great. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Dolph was, Dolph was very good. Dolph was good. Sly? You know. You know what? The, I couldn't believe this. I just forgot. The light never got fixed. Is that true? I think. Uh, or is it, did they show a scene at the end? I don't know. Because his big redemptive final scene is with his son. Yeah, that's true. The light. Okay. I thought like Michael B. Jordan was going to call in a favor and get the light fixed. Maybe. Maybe he does. How do they do that? show that Creed, thing twice and Creed then never three. get it fixed? Creed 3, opening scene. Creed 3, opening scene is Michael B. Jordan versus the light? Yeah. I don't know. Okay, maybe I missed that, but I, I, don't, I don't think it ever got, that book ever got closed. Maybe. Now I'm trying. I'm still it's still bugging me trying to think of who the third best post wire career is. I'm sure you're going to get lots of tweets about it. Like the seven people who stayed this far. Yeah. All right. Hashtag hashtag oh, post wire career. Give me your top five. I will set the over under of people using that hashtag at four and a half. Oh, I'll take the under. <laughs> All right. I'll take the over. Okay. Uh, we'll do a. Uh, <laughs> we'll do a bird liner. <laughs> no, I was going to say we'll do a uh, sandwich on it, but I feel like people will rig it to make me win, so we mm. don't have to do one. Okay. All right. Why, you think you've got more minions? I think if we do a pasta fissures on it, I will definitely be able to get more than four and a half. I'll leave it up well, to it's, you. Well, it's easier to rig. To it's easier to rig the over. Obviously. Yeah. I really only need five minions. Your minions can't take any action on it. They can't do anything. Correct. Yeah. Beyond, like, taking Twitter down permanently. Well, that would be a good thing for everybody. That's for sure. I know that's right. <laughs> okay. Well, that'll do it for this episode, uh, this podcast, post-game pod of Birds with Friends. We will be back uh, presumably on Tuesday and then Wednesday with a BWF radio and then uh, probably Friday since we've got an extra day on the schedule this week. Yeah, but, we'll have to figure it out. I don't know if we have anything on Tuesday. Yeah, so, let's so see, it uh, might, might just be a Wednesday. Maybe later in the week yeah. or something. Well, whenever it is that we see you again, we look forward to it because, as always, for Shiel, I'm Bo, and we love you. friends.